think that what we're all looking for is the courage to follow our heart. I think that, I think, I think, and that's what gets in the way of my heart. I think that it can be so easy to get lost in all the information and noise and everything on the outside and every person who has existed that you know about and what they've done and how they live their life. But still, you'll never find what the answer is to your heart. The only way that you find that is by having the courage to listen. And I think that I overthink things so much. And I think that's comes from, well, not knowing what's my heart, not knowing what is inspiration, how my heart feels or the universe using me or if it's coming from my own person and my own personal identity that is seeking something. And I realized, oh my goodness, there is no difference. There is no difference. Whoever you aspire to be, whoever you strive to be in this lifetime will require you to go it imperfectly. You will struggle. You will feel conflicted. You may extend yourself with expectation. But you will do it enough times where you change as a human being where those expectations subside, where the noise and, and the voices outside of yourself, you don't hear anymore because you know the truth because doing something repeatedly, even if it's done imperfectly, still allows us to come closer to the truth. And sometimes that's the, the route that we take to know the truth. And there really is no other way. And I listened to something today that said, you should only give, you should only give without expectation. But then who would give? How would people become flawless givers? How would people become givers who never thought about it again? Does somebody just start giving all of a sudden in their life and never think about the thing that they gave or anything that they give? I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't sound, doesn't sound real to me. It doesn't sound human. It doesn't sound, it doesn't even sound possible. And I'm sure there are people. I know a lot of magical human beings. But there's one thing that my best friend said, even about my uncle who's been taking care of my family for the last 20 years since my dad died. And I've never gotten any hint of this from my uncle. My uncle has never mentioned it, never even hinted at it, never a word out of him to me or anybody because it's something that he truly does for himself. 
but my partner introduced a, a human perspective to me when my partner said, well, how, ma- how do you know how many times he, he extended himself imperfectly? How many times he extended his hand and felt conflicted within? And I'd never thought about this because my partner also says in, in one of his podcast episodes on the Stop Sinking show, he says, people accept the audacity with which you show up. They accept that to be you. Whatever you show up as is, is what they know you to be, is what they know to be true of you. So who cares about the thoughts and the inner conflict and, and the mental activity? Does it really matter at the end of the day? I mean, I guess you struggle, you suffer if you give and you give with expectation, right? But at the end of the day, if you keep giving, if you keep showing up, because maybe your heart tells you to do it, maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe somehow in you, your soul knows who you're supposed to be, and you're just trying to figure that out every moment of your life. And so you keep doing that thing imperfectly. Do you not come closer and closer to perfection? Does anybody just get to perfection or get as close as they could be right from the get-go? I doubt it. I'm sure there are some human beings. But for most of us, and I think, at least for most of us, and I think part of the human experience is feeling conflicted, is, is, is doing things imperfectly. And that, and that comes because of the judgment that you have within yourself. The judgment that you have of yourself, which can't be trusted so that you actually think you're doing something imperfectly, but maybe somebody else sees it as doing it perfectly. How do you know? And who's to say? There really no, is no answer there. Like there is no comparison there. Our mind is just an endless, an endless back and forth of never actually coming to any truth. But what matters What matters is when you show up. What matters is actually what you do. So who cares if you do it terribly? Or who cares if you give with expectation? Because maybe that's who you want to be. And maybe the way to actually give and the way to actually be your best version is by just doing the thing. And when you do the thing, you're going to experience some inner conflict. And maybe as you do the thing... Maybe those stories will fade. Maybe they'll disappear. Maybe you realize that those stories were never true in the first place. And so we have two ways in life. And Muji talks about it as the snail's way or the faster way. And the faster way is just to know your worth. Is to close your eyes and shed everything that comes into your observation. Everything, literally, that you can see, imagine picture, anything with color or shape, a face, an identity, even a thought, a feeling, emotion, anything, literally anything that you can see, you are not that thing. So what does that leave? Everything. Nothing. But everything. So there's the faster way. This is the faster way, right? Just to know that. Or there is a bit of a slower way, but 
perhaps it's the human way. And we, we are here for that too. And I think all of us experience some of that too. And that way is to, is to do, is to even extend yourself when you're not sure of yourself because you want to do it for yourself because you connect to how it makes you feel, right? And, and maybe there is still some, some inner conflict, but it doesn't mean that you stop, you stop reaching, you stop striving, you stop extending, you stop being, because that's the only way sometimes that you can be better, that you can be what you imagine, right? When, when you fail to know the truth that you already are, that you already are everything that you seek, that you are already are the truth that you are, that you are trying to come closer to, that you are desperately trying to know through your action. And look at what that truth does. Look at what that, that expression does for humanity. It's like everything, everything is connected. Even our neuroses, even our imperfection, even our inner conflict, even our striving. And what is a result of that? Everything is like the universe working through each other. Look at the expression of this podcast or of any podcast. A true podcaster speaks to further his own understanding, to know himself better and to understand others better and to understand the world better. Could he close his eyes and just know all of that? Yes. Yes, he could. But it's hard to do that every moment of the day when your mind is telling story after story and something feels so heavy and the next minute you're doing something else and it completely fades and you don't even remember what you were, you don't remember why it was such a big deal before, but there's something that pulls at you and you're trying to figure out what that is. Why is my mind telling the story? Why do I care so much about this? Is it my own childhood healing? Is it my own curiosity? Is it my own, is it my own care? Is it my own attachment? Is it my own, what is it? What is it? I don't even know, but it doesn't matter because look at what the expression does for so many others. They get something completely different out of it than your motivation for doing it. Everybody relates to something in what they need. And so if you can just be your best self imperfectly, whether you know the truth or whether you're desperately trying to find it and just come closer to it and just trying to touch it. I just want to touch it sometimes. Sometimes all I just want to do is touch it. Even in your, in your striving, you express something that is needed for another human being. And I just want to know that everything is okay, that 
we are all here having this human experience and everything is a part of that human experience. So everything must be okay. So to give with expectation is okay. To give without it is the truth of who we are. But if you need to do one to get to the other, then that's okay. Then that's what you do. Still, and if you're on, if you're, if you're on the journey of, and if you have the intention of being a better human being, then even when you feel conflicted in the giving, in the doing, even when you feel conflicted, right? You'll, you'll feel conflicted because the other perspective exists. Because you know that, you know, the heart really never asks for anything in return. That its job is only outgoing. It's here to beat and breathe. It asks for nothing in return and survives everything. It needs nothing. So, if you know that, but then your mind still feels somewhat conflicted. Then you recognize that's just your mind. Does it stop you from giving the next time? I hope not. I hope not. And I guess that, that just depends on you, right? Whatever you feel is, is comfortable. Whatever, whatever you feel like you can live with. And that's the question that I think we always have to ask ourselves. Can I live with this? Can I live with this? Because if I don't do it, it's going to be on my mind. And I'm going to remember it. And I'm going to think about it. But if I do do it, I'm not going to remember it. I'm not going to think about it again. And I think that's, that's a really wise life when we don't remember. <laughs> that means we've lived life well. It's only the things that you really want to do, but you don't do or you don't say that you remember later on. But when it's something that your heart wants to do or heart wants to say and you block it, then you remember it later on. Whereas even if you had felt some conflict or some in inner struggle and if you had done it, you may not, you probably wouldn't have remembered it later, later in your life. It's only the things that we don't do. So you've got to follow your heart. What does your heart say? Do you have the courage to listen? And I know sometimes for me, I get confused. Like what is, what is my heart and what is my mind? My heart is the thing that speaks first. And it speaks in no, in no language and it speaks in a moment, in just a split second, in the form of the actual words that I should say to somebody. That's my message. And when I go to type, sometimes when I actually carry out what it's telling me to do, 
when I actually reach out to the person, the message doesn't come out in the exact words that it was given to me. It actually never does. But I still receive that initial message. And that's my heart. And that's the universe working through me. And I've begun to understand, and I don't know why I haven't trusted myself lately, but I've begun to understand from experiences that I've had that when the thought of somebody comes to my mind, it's for a reason. And I most, in, in recently in the last few months, had an instance where twice, it happened twice where, <laughs> probably even three times, where I'd reconnected with my cousin after a long time. And just a, a, a week after talking to him, it was his birthday. And I thought about him on his birthday, but I came up with some excuse in my mind not to message him. Even though I thought of him, I thought maybe I would bother him or something like that. And so I didn't. Shortly after that, it was his oldest daughter's birthday. I thought of them again on her birthday without even knowing that it was her birthday. I had no idea that her birthday was like a week after her dad's. Um, and I thought about her. I thought of her. And again, I didn't message my cousin because, because I mean, I had been messaging him so many times that I thought I would, you know, that I, I might bother him. Like, where did this, like, why, why do I even believe that? Where does that even come from? Like, do I feel bothered if somebody messages me? Like, if somebody would message me, I love you and I hope you're having a great day. Would I feel bothered? I don't think so. I think it would make me so happy. So why do I feel that way about myself? I don't know. Some funky stuff that's working its way out for sure. Um, and then and then a few weeks later, after his oldest daughter's birthday, it was his youngest daughter's birthday. And I actually thought of her on, on that day. And it was so strange. It was really strange to ha for this to happen three times. And um, my other cousin, just like, a few days ago had a baby. I thought about him randomly the day before he had a baby. And then the next, I didn't even know that his wife was pregnant. And I'm just thinking to myself, like how crazy is it that I actually think of people during certain times? And I think I'm supposed to reach out to them if I haven't learned that by now. So I'm going to keep this podcast as um, something, as a reminder to myself that, um, the universe works through me and works to, through you too. Even, um, even in your conflict, even in your mental conflict that you experience sometimes, um, I wouldn't think too much and I wouldn't question too much because the worst thing that can happen when you reach out to somebody is, um, is I don't know, is that they don't respond back or however they feel that doesn't affect you anyway. But if it comes from a good place, then the best thing that could happen is that you find out it's somebody's birthday or that somebody is about to have a baby and their wife is in labor currently. That's the best thing that, that you could find out. So a reminder to myself and uh, a much needed message to myself to just do it. Do it. Do it. Dun, 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 do it. <laughs> just do it. Just do it and, and not think about it so much. All right? I love you guys. This was nice and light. Take care. I'll see you.